I hit pause. It makes perfect sense. Oh, so now we are unpaused. <laughs> yes, now we're unpaused. Welcome. <laughs> you were still talking. <laughs> game podcast i'm devon body and i'm steve davis we're back at you with another episode yeah it turns out we lied last week it wasn't just one hell thing this year no it's no. two and it's that's it. two and that is all you're gonna get two weeks ago and this week and this week we are coming at you with another card game it's card game month it's card game month, though next week is a next next episode is a tabletop game. Shut up. Oh, sorry. This is the last one. It has no boards, but it has cards. All it's right. boss monster. Boss the next level. Monster. This is not the next level. No. The next level. This is the next level. Oh, hold on. Let me look at the box. You know, the next level is the it's DLC. It's Boss Monster, the dungeon building card game. Yes. The next level, I believe, is... I was going to say, I said the DLC. I actually said DLC. Uh, next level is an expansion, I believe. Maybe that's why we never used those cards. Which cards? All those ones we never saw. They were expansion cards. No, because they're here. <laughs> they're, they're in the set, the original set, not in the expansion, because I don't own the expansion. Well, then, you know, something. Yes, something indeed. Uh, yeah, uh, Boss Monster, I got this uh, for Christmas a few years ago. Uh, it was something I had my eye on for a while, and we actually quite love it. It's a, a game that kind of, uh, it's a nice, interesting take on dungeon crawling, uh, dungeon crawling video games. Except you are playing as the dungeon or the boss monster, I guess. And you are trying to kill all the heroes that come into the dungeon trying to defeat the dungeon. Yep. First you lure them in with treasure and fame. Yes. And then you murder them and take their soul. That is right. You got to build up the rooms in your dungeon to make them strong enough to actually kill all the heroes. But Sorry. there's only one problem. There's what? one town, and everyone's competing for the same heroes. That is right. There's one town surrounded by a bunch of dungeons. Not sure why people live there, but okay. Um, and you have to make your dungeon as appealing as possible to actually win those heroes over. Otherwise, they are going to visit the other dungeons that are more appealing. Or just stay in town. Devon, what's in the box? What's in the box? is a lot of cards so there's a bunch of different cards types there's the boss deck which is all of the player characters that are the owners of these dungeons there are only about uh, eight of them I want to there say. is exactly eight of them ah what a good estimation yeah it's like you were reading it off a piece of paper or I something wasn't the only notes i have are for editing purposes yeah sure okay sure. you have literally all the notes <laughs> And then 
The next type of card is the room deck. The largest deck in the game. Yeah. These are all the different traps and contraptions and monsters and beings that live in your dungeon and work for you to destroy the heroes on your behalf. Though the way Devon said it makes it sound like there are different types of cards. They're literally all rooms. Just each room might have monsters or traps or things. And there's 75 of those. I was going to estimate about 75, actually. Well, you should have estimated faster. I should have. Wait, I'm going to just move my notes out of sight. I'd, I'd, I'd say there's probably about 31 hero cards and maybe 21 uh, magic cards. Yep. As soon as I moved them, <laughs> the whole thing fell apart. <laughs> Next up is the spell deck. Spell deck. These are special abilities that you play to... Help yourself, hinder your opponents, and make it easier to win. There's 31 different spell cards in the box. And then, of course, the way to actually win is to defeat heroes from the hero deck. Heroes. There's 25 in, 25 heroes in the hero deck and 16 cards in the epic hero deck. So the dungeon starts off attracting regular heroes. And then once those run out, you start attracting epic heroes. Yes. And that's when the game goes from easy, you're probably not going to die, to maybe you don't want to attract all those heroes to your dungeon. Yeah, you really want to balance it out because if you attract two strong heroes, they will actually hurt you. Let's go into how to win. So to win this game, all you need to do is collect 10 souls. Gets a little dark. You are collecting the souls of those who have uh, traveled to your dungeon, but we kind of get the point. But what's interesting is some of these heroes have more than one soul. That is interesting. The epic heroes, I believe, have two souls. Sometimes three, I think. Oh, I see some have one. Many have two. Or maybe there's no three. I don't think there's a three. I'm mistaken. I think most of the epic heroes have two. Just some of them have... Actually, I think only one has one. That's rough. Just the worst epic hero. Yeah. Never even got a second soul. Which is weird because it's at the like the most powerful level. That's an odd one. Don't want to get yeah, that yeah. one. Which brings us how to lose the game. Which is to get five wounds, which I believe is when the heroes make it through and actually hit your boss monster. That is correct. Yes. Boss monsters are much weaker than the heroes, actually. And can't take that many hits. So that is how you lose. Or you just don't get 10 souls before the another player. <laughs> yep. So every room or trap has a certain heart number on the bottom left corner. And that's how much damage each of those heroes will take. And then there's modifiers on the cards that will affect how much they do. And when they go through the dungeon, they go room by room. And each room can deal out a certain amount of damage based on what the card says and different modifiers for that card. So as they travel through the rooms, they will start taking damage and the goal is to get rid of all their hit points before they reach the end of your dungeon where your boss is. Because your boss does no damage. Yeah, bosses don't do any damage, which is a little bit weird, but this is just how the game works, all right? Stop poking holes in it. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's a lot of fun. It's an easy win after the hard grind of getting through a dungeon. Yes. 
Yes, yes. Well, if you make it through the dungeon, that is how that is how traditional dungeon crawlers work. They reward yes. you for, at the end <laughs> for getting through and give you an easy boss monster to fight. Yeah. They don't make it's it cakewalk. really hard and have it kill you, and then you have to go through the uh, entire dungeon again. Yeah, and you have to do that hour-long raid? No, that, no, that yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah, oh, no, 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 that doesn't yeah. happen. But this game is not an hour. It's 20 to 45 minutes. Oh, man, we have played it way more than that. Yep, because longer. we were especially cruel to each other. Yeah. And I think we were on like the last epic hero before somebody won. I want to say that we did. Haven't we gotten through all the heroes before and had to choose who had the most? I don't remember. But I, yeah. sw- I, I swear the last time we played that we played for like an hour and a half. That one was a, an especially long one. I would say 40 to 60 minutes. Uh, we play three players. I would not say 20 minutes. Yeah. Not even close. Well, they said with two players that know what they're doing, you can get it down to maybe 20. Really? With two, uh, in a two-player game? Okay. Maybe in a two-player game. Maybe. Mm, maybe. Maybe. So this game is from 2016. So it's been out for a little while. That's actually more recent than I yeah. thought. There are a few expansions for this game. I know the next level, but there are more than just the one. Yeah, there's a few extra like boss monsters. That's cool. I should get those. And I think they have a spin-off game coming out soon. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, you're I... not just the boss monster of a dungeon, but you're the boss monster of a country. <laughs> so Ganondorf. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. I think there are mini bosses as well. I think there's a mini boss expansion. I didn't look any of this up. Yeah, there's some extra stuff. That's cool. That's cool. We should uh, we should look into those and get those, and we can do more episodes on the DLC. DLC. Expansions. <laughs> DLC is for video games. You can't download these. I mean, you could probably play it on a digital tabletop. Probably. So it might be DLC somewhere. There's Tabletop Simulator, which has a, a ton of card games, board so, games. So, so many. Yeah. Too bad I never learned how to play it. Boss Monster? Tabletop Simulator. Uh, yeah, I don't have it. <laughs> so, and I think, would that violate our no video games rule? No. I mean, what is a video game? Well. But a game on video. Yes. And video cassettes are out. So Double. strategy number one, focus on one type of hero class. Yeah, so there are, what, four or five different classes. There's fighter magic thief cleric and that's it i mean there's four fighter magic thief and cleric right yep fighter mage mage mage, not magic yeah yeah. fighter mage thief and cleric yeah yeah uh, so each room will have one or more of those symbols on them and uh the whoever has the most of each symbol will attract heroes of that type. So whoever has the most cleric symbols across all their dungeon rooms will attract the clerics from the village. If there's a tie or if there are no cleric symbols, the the heroes do not head to the dungeons. Yep, they become indecisive and stay at home. Exactly. They feel there's no reason to go towards any of those dungeons. Yeah, so a good strategy is to... Try to get the uh, heroes that your opponents are not luring in. 
that's a good that is a good strategy but that also depends on how many players there are if it's a two or three player game and you're only focusing on one that leaves three other types to be dealt uh between less players than that right so three if you just focus on fighter that leaves cleric mage and thief to be divided up between two other players so depending on how many players there are you may want to focus on maybe two try to try to go with two at least then you're not leaving more heroes for your other opponents to choose from and attract because then you'll go yeah because then you're just going to fall way behind really quick or maybe you'll get lucky and all of the cards of the type that you were focusing on will be right at the top. I mean, that is possible. <laughs> that is possible. That I think that has happened uh, to us in a playthrough where like one type of hero just keeps coming up. Yeah. I mean, the first time we played, I really focused on mage and nothing was coming up. And that was a really frustrating game until, until later on. And then all the mages start showing up and uh, I was able to kind of catch up. But yeah, that is actually a really good... Uh, strategy another good strategy is to focus either one way or the other rooms versus spell cards now obviously you need more rooms and you got to build up more rooms because that's going to uh, things are going to get out of hand real quick if you don't have a full dungeon once you build that up you have the option to then focus more on say spell cards which can really help you out in uh in the game they do a lot of fun effects that can that can really help like hurt your opponent. Yes, hurt your hurt your opponent or help you to defeat the monsters more easily within your dungeon, weaken or strengthen those monsters as well. Or even help you uh build a little faster. And we keep saying monsters, but they're heroes. Uh maybe it was just me saying monsters. The monsters are your friends, you want to weaken the heroes. I mean, that's just a perspective. It is a perspective. I suppose from the monster's perspective, the hero is the monster. In Halo, they call Master Chief the demon. So I suppose that makes sense. And Master Chief calls them the... Wait, does Master Chief talk? Yes, I, he just calls them the Covenant. Ah, but so. never on screen. Yeah, he talks on screen. You just never see his face. Right, right. That's the thing you don't get with Master Chief is his face. And do you have any other strategies that that help you out with this game? Well, with this one, you definitely want to keep an eye out for what everyone else is doing. Yes. And remember the order that everything activates. So whichever boss monster that you pick has a specific XP level, and that determines the order of play. That's right. So once that's set at the beginning, it's always going to go in the same order. So you want to make sure that you know that order and work with it. Yeah, you don't want to play something hoping to go first when you're going third. Yeah. Because that's just not going to help. Having a, a strong strategy, don't spread yourself too thin. Um, trying to trying to get everything, trying to get all room cards, spell cards, all different, all four types of of um, heroes. Don't spread yourself too thin. That's the best thing. If you if you spread yourself out, that's going to be really rough, super rough. Devon, do you have any favorite cards? Well, in this game, what's important is getting those heroes into your dungeon that is true so the card i picked is princess in peril that's a good one i like it you choose a hero in town and place it at the entrance of your dungeon nice and simple yeah it doesn't matter what you're attracting you can just pull in anyone yeah so when someone else would have attracted a hero just 
boop, now they're in your attention. Yeah, it's kind of like one of those, like, it's a benefit for you and a detractor for, for your opponents. It takes something away from them and gives it to you. Yep. Yeah. Making it more likely for you to win, or at least you can slow them down. Yeah, and then you're still going to attract those other uh, heroes that you would have attracted normally. So it's a really good, really good uh, card to play. Talking about spell cards, my favorite card, or favorite spell card at least, I like the Cobalt Strike. No rooms can be built this turn. Any face-down room is returned to its owner's hand. So the way this game works, you all choose your your... Uh, the rooms you're going to build at the same time and put it face down and then you all flip them over simultaneously that way there's no way to uh, play different rooms based on what other people played that turn Uh, and so i like this one where if you're happy with your setup uh, that's a great card to play especially when other players have already put down their room cards so you can kind of put force them into a disadvantage especially if you've already set up a good uh, dungeon that you're happy with that's a good way to go because stopping your opponents from getting stronger might be the perfect way to lure more heroes into your dungeon. That's true. It's not just looking at how much damage they're able to do or how many rooms they have, but also looking at what they are attracting, what type of heroes they're uh, pulling in. Yeah, because that might have been the perfect turn to maybe swap over from attracting mages to attracting clerics because maybe you were at a disadvantage last time and there's two clerics sitting in town that... You could easily bump up your number a little bit to bring him over. Well, with this card, you wouldn't be able to bump up your number. Yeah, exactly. You would yeah. stop your opponent from, you know, capping in on your cleric gig. Got you. Oh, I see. Bring him back to you. Uh, do you have anything else you're uh, particularly fond of? Well, let's look at a uh, monster room. Ooh, monster room. Yeah. So the one that I find really fun is the zombie prison. So what this card does is you may destroy this room to choose one face-down hero in an opponent's scorekeeping area, and you send it right back to the entrance of that player's dungeon. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of scenarios in this game where you'll destroy one of your own rooms to deal with a difficult hero that you might have got stuck with. Absolutely. But if you can play, if you can destroy this room card... And send that hero back through your opponent's dungeon. This yes. time they don't have the defenses to stop them. Yeah, or there are spell cards that allow you to give yourself an advantage to kill a hero or even just kill a hero. So if there is one in there that a person defeated that's beyond their means through, uh, say, a spell card, having that one leave their their soul area to now go through the dungeon could be devastating. Yep. Yeah, that would be a rough one. Now, I I have two here that I really like, that I kind of like to play together, but each on their own is actually really good. So the first one is a uh, basic room, a monster room called the Goblin Armory. And it says, monsters in this, sorry, monster rooms adjacent to this room have plus one damage. Now, it only gives one damage, but if you build up a lot of monster rooms, as opposed to trap rooms, you can actually start building up a lot of damage with those rooms. And the other room, it's an advanced monster room called Monster's Ballroom. This room's damage is equal to the number of monster rooms in your dungeon. So going by that, if you're just sticking with monster rooms rather than trap rooms, this one can get up to 5 damage, which I believe is the highest I've seen. But you're also looking at plus 1s across the dungeon, depending on how many goblin armors you have. I think there are 2 or 3 in the game. Could actually be pretty devastating. Yeah, it's a nice combo. 
yeah, it is a nice combo. And uh, but either one will work well on its own in conjunction with other rooms, obviously. But it does. They don't have to go together. But I have played these two together once. I want to say. Yeah, I was dealing out a ton of damage. I yeah. had no problem. It helps you really quickly get to that around 12 damage, which is usually what you need to well, get, handle anything in this game. Yeah, I think the highest amount of damage you would need is 13 for some of the advanced heroes, the leveled up heroes. That uh, You could really get uh, some crazy power with that. But who needs crazy power Uh-oh. when you can just play a cave-in? I mean, oh, yes. You destroy a room in your dungeon and kill any hero in that room. I mean, that is pretty good if you're okay with the cost of a room. Sure. To destroy a particularly powerful monster, a uh, hero, absolutely. Yep, just, you know, destroy one of those early game rooms that you're not really using anymore. And uh, move your rooms to down the track and put something else towards the start absolutely do you have any other uh cards you like there is one more it is a trap room oh trap room first one we've talked about this one is called the haunted library oh at the beginning of your turn you may draw a from the spell deck instead of the room deck oh nice and simple but it gives you other options yeah so if you're happy with your room layout for the most part or you wanted to handle a particularly difficult enemy that might be coming up it might be a better idea to pick up a spell instead of a room card that especially could really... if you have other cards where there's extra added benefit for playing a spell well exactly that could also go along with uh, the card i chose cobalt strike where you can stop people from playing rooms i mean if you're happy with your room setup as it is already then having that room in your dungeon to keep bringing in spell cards to help support your dungeon that's perfect Yep. So that's a good, uh, we just came up with a good little strategy right there. Moving on, I guess we can talk about maybe our favorite boss monsters. Let's do it. Yeah. So I went with Robobo. Robobo. He's an angry golem. I've actually never used this boss because we randomize it. So each boss monster has an ability that activates once when it levels up. So when it levels up, each opponent must choose and destroy one room in his or her dungeon. So that could be pretty rough to happen to you. Uh, if they have an advanced room, advanced rooms gets played on top of basic rooms. And they could ad- destroy the advanced room and then the basic room is still there. But they've lost an advanced room that does uh, have more effects, more damage and things like that. Or they now are down a whole room. And that can be pretty devastating. So that, yeah. that's actually pretty nice. It happens to every opponent. Yeah, and that little bit that you missed also really does affect because the way to level up your monster is to get to five rooms. Oh, okay. So you can really slow down your opponents from getting to activate their abilities if you happen to be able to go first. How do you go first? With a higher XP, right? Yeah, with a higher XP, but if you can slow down their room building, then you can slow them down even more. Well, I mean, this one has 400 XP, which I believe is pretty low. Uh, in terms of the boss monster so he is probably never going first but he does have a much stronger ability which would make sense why he's going last but yes you're exactly right if you can get to if you can focus on not upgrading your rooms and just playing new rooms and get to your five rooms your level up faster uh, you could significantly hold people back from getting their level up uh, play it. Do you have a favorite boss monster? My favorite boss monster is Cleopatra, mother of mummies. Cleopatra. So this one is a th- for luring thieves 
and its level up ability is search the room deck or discard pile for an advanced monster room and you may immediately build the room. And then you just need to build it over a matching type. Yes, it still follows the normal rules. Yeah, so it's a quick way to get an easy upgrade, especially if you have an advanced room that you can't play, but you can discard it this turn. And maybe play your basic room. Yeah, that would be. That's actually pretty good. That's a, a good way to get an advanced room. Uh, typically, a more powerful and more uh, a room Deadly. with more. Yeah, more powerful and a uh, with more special effects. Yeah, that would be. That's a good card. Yeah, quick and easy, nice and simple. Nice and simple. Yeah, that's good. We get talk about the game art. It's all like what sixteen bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 32-bit maybe? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the nice thing about this deck, we're talking about some of the game art, is... Uh, I don't know, it's like NES era. Yeah, kind of NES. Yeah, it's... Uh, so, Boss Monster is based on dungeon crawlers, which are uh, historically video games. Like, uh, what's a good dungeon crawler video game? Um, Gauntlet. That's what I was going to say. Gauntlet is a good dungeon crawler video game. In some ways, some of the older Legend of Zelda games could be considered a, in partially a dungeon crawler. I mean, there are dungeons that you crawl through. Yes, just it's not entirely Just dungeons. not so much hack and slash. Yes. Well, there's um, hacking and slashing. Yeah. So uh, what, what's, what I really like about the artwork in the game is it's based on that type. I would actually say it's very close to gauntlet level graphics. Except um, it's not top down. Except it's not top down; it's uh, side scrolling, but still, really, really nice graphics. I like that kind it's like of Mega Man esque. Yeah, that like you said, sixteen bit or thirty two bit type of graphics that look really eight bit. Eight bit? I think it's, it's higher than eight bit. I don't know. It, it, it's cool. It's that pixelated style. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, pixel kinda nice. game art. Pixel game art, yes, and uh, really pretty. Nice theming. You get a lot of interesting monster designs and character designs across it. Yeah, and like a lot of stuff too, it doesn't keep it doesn't take itself too ser- uh, seriously, right? So like uh, the Cobalt Strike. Cobalt uh, is a type of like humanoid lizard, uh, and it just shows this lizard man walking around with a "Fair Wages Now" sign. He's on strike, wants better wages for building the dungeon, right? So uh, it just it's it just doesn't take itself too seriously. It's a lot of fun. Uh, enjoyable artwork that I I personally really enjoy. I don't enjoy it. Counter argument. Counter argument. <laughs> Why don't you enjoy it? No reason. I just wanted to be. Oh, okay. Well, but usually for when argument's you have a... sake. Oh, okay, thank let's you. Let's say that they could have made it uh, even more decorated, like four pixels. Yeah. <laughs> Go down to like three bit. Three bit. <laughs> Three bit. There's too many bits on these cards. Do you even have three bit? Doesn't it need to fit in a square? I think it needs to be at least an even number of some e- sort. I think it needs to fit in a square. <laughs> I think it does. One might be valid, but I don't think I think that it's like the three is an acceptable number. Yeah. I don't think it is. What was Atari? Three bit. I think that's one bit. Where a single bit? square is Just your one character. One bit. It's one bit. Yeah. <laughs> It's just one color on the screen. <laughs> I know that's not what bits mean. Do we have any sort of ratings for this game? So, I really do enjoy this game. Yes. It's uh, a nice engine building 
sort of thing. So you get to build your en- your siege engine for yeah. stopping all these heroes. Almost, and... It's almost like a tower defense yeah, it's hard like, game. Sort of like a tower defense for sure. Interesting, actually. I didn't put it. I didn't put it together that way. Way that goes. Yeah, it's a nice way to do that. You get a fair chance to mess with your opponents, right. and you're in constant competition. Yeah, which is really cool. So I'm going to give this a giant dining hall underground and a big dungeon. I mean, that's nice. Yes. You come across a giant dining hall with like plates and plates and platters of food. That's really good in a dungeon crawler. So until it turns out all the food was ghost food. That is, and high you're price. in a ghost dining room full hmm. of ghosts, hmm. or a haunted library. Yeah, if you want to fight nerds, sure. Yeah, I should point out actually the uh, there is a card called Assassin, and it has a picture of an assassin Ezio from. Assassin's Creed. Shut up. Two, three, and four. I don't know if they got permission for that. In stores now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not out them. Hold on. Robobo is basically that boss from Double Dragon. The real lumpy looking one. Oh, is he? That's what he looks like. I I don't know Double Dragon. Yeah. Dude, There's a lot of... Zyzaks? Interesting and clear references to other source materials. Is, these cards. You think Zyzax is a reference to Gary Gygax, the creator of Dungeons and Dragons? I mean, there's a good chance of it. Yeah, Zyzax, the progenitor lich. There you go. I mean, I guess I will give this. Should have thought of something beforehand. It's cool. Just make it up on the spot. Make it up on the spot. I will give this three Master Swords. That is not out of anything. It gets three oh. Master Swords. That don't I, break down. I think you only need one. Well, you got three. Left hand, right hand. What about the third one? Your mind's eye. Uh, your mind's hand. So your mind's hand. Sticking out of your skull. Yeah. Got it. No, it's just your spare. One's a short sword, one's a long sword, and one's a rapier, but they're all master swords. Yeah. So just like whatever you need, you got it. Short sword for use with a with a shield, a long sword two for two handed uh, battling, and a rapier for like some finesse. Got it. Yeah. So when do you need to finesse a master sword? Uh, if someone else has a master rapier, <laughs> 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 that's mostly what it's for. Specifically mostly. for fighting other master. Yeah, swords. Yeah, specifically for fighting other master swords. Right. That's all. Because I mean, it is a, a rapier. Yeah, I think that's all. But no really... master sword dagger. Master sword. Well, that's a, not a sword. It's a dagger. A master dagger. That's not anything. I mean, no. It's a sword for a halfling. That's a short sword. No, it's a smaller sword for an even shorter halfling. <laughs> <laughs> for a halfling halfling. A quarterling. Yeah, that's it. But that's not in this universe. No. No. Yes. Maybe. Well, I mean, there might, listen, there could be other master swords. Of different styles. I just gave three. I mean, there's specifically many different styles of Master Swords. I don't even think they ever look the same in two different games. That's fair. But, okay, if we're talking... If we're going to get into this, I don't think each of those games all exist in the same reality. 
I mean, they're all on the same timeline. There's an official Zelda timeline. No, that's not. No, that's not, that's on. not anything. That's <laughs> not anything. No, that's nothing. <laughs> that doesn't exist. In my mind, they're all in different universes, different realities, and it's just alternate versions of the same sort of events. Ah, so the Zelda games are not connected, except for those couple where they're direct sequels. Yes. And then every other one is just an alternate telling of the same story. Exactly. Got it. Yeah. That's my take on Legend of Zelda. I've multiverse. Never... Multiverse. It's a multiverse situation. Not timeline. No. No. Some in some cases, yes. But for the most part, no. But only where it's like only where this it's is specifically... Ocarina of Time. And now the same link who went back in time is now in Majora's Mask. Yes. Yes. That sort of deal. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. So Nintendo, fix fix that. You need to fix this whole timeline thing. When I mean, it's a little broken. It is a little broken. It's like it's just, it. It sounds. I don't know how that would even fit. I mean, they got bird people and fish people in the same game. Yeah, but earlier well, they're fine. like these people evolved into birds. So how are the fish people who evolved into birds still fish people if they're in the game with the bird people? Yeah, see, that doesn't make sense. Well, I mean, our own human. A theory of evolution says that we evolved from monkeys, but they're still monkeys. So, those are different monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> These are the same species. Okay, well, fine. All right. Well, I think that's all we have. <laughs> I don't. Th- I, th- I don't. I don't think we can milk this tangent any more than we already have. I don't know. I still can. Okay. So, how about those bombs? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Stupid bombs. Yeah. He just pulls them out of his butt. He's got unlimited bombs. I know. It used to be like you'd have to go to a bomb shop, pay someone. Yeah. Someone's like making those bombs handcrafted. You actually now... have to go like cut down all kinds of grass to get the rupees to get the bombs. Yeah. Or sometimes you just find bombs in the grass, which always confused me a little bit. Who's leaving bombs around? I don't know. Someone just has really ripped pockets. You're finding all their rupees and all their arrows. Also, but why? I the... love walking through tall grass. Yeah. And... Why are the bombs so big? They're I mean, massive. They gotta blow up entire walls with one bomb. Yeah, but the explosion even isn't as big as that bomb should make it. I mean, yes, it should be bigger. I'm also I might also <laughs> just be mixing it up with Super Smash Brothers where Link's bombs aren't that powerful. I might be mixing I up I mean they're useful. My games. They're useful. They can get you an extra jump. It's just not very powerful. No. And that's weird for a bomb that size. Yeah. For for a dynamite stick is I way mean, more powerful than that. In Super Smash Bros, you're also swinging swords at people, and they're not, like, getting impaled or That's dismembered. Fair. That's fair. It's just like you're punching them with a sharp stick that yeah. doesn't isn't sharp. But, I mean, they're not even getting the internal organ damage that no. a punch might give you. You are correct. Well, I think that damage <laughs> might... I think all they're getting is internal damage, because there's no external damage. It's all internal. Their insides are a mess. Yeah. Well, That's what then. it seems like. Well, that's our show. That's it. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Coming next week. Oh, next week. Another episode. Another episode. Uh, I think we are going to talk about hero clicks. Heroes A that you click with. Tabletop game based around superheroes from generally from Marvel and DC and then with, you know, other stuff sprinkled but not in necessarily. There. Not necessarily. I have Star Trek pieces that don't seem as good. I haven't yeah. won with them yet. Some of them are people. Some of them are ships. And some of them are <laughs> giant mans that take up the space of four different regular pieces. 
I also do have ships. Yeah. Alright. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. See you next week. In two weeks. Two weeks. A number of weeks. Goodbye.